It's a good show. I'm Vivian Cook, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the studios at Starburns Industries with Miranda Zeiger. Hello. She's providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations and inviting friends from her musical life to join her here to ask questions. I've asked a few of my friends who had a couple of my folks here, and now we have someone who I, I hope will be a friend by the time we're through, <laughs> Jessica Vos. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Hi. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. I got, uh, we have a little Willow Willow, it, it's not really a Willow Willow reunion, we just have Willow Willow in the house. So Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And how long have you been Willow Willow? That's a good question. Oh, you answer. Yeah. Um, I guess Willow Willow as a band, we've, uh, we played a lot, um, God, about 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Um, uh, we played a lot in the San Francisco Bay Area, and then um, both of us moved to L.A. about eight years ago. So Willow Willow's kind of been on a hiatus for a while while Miranda has been doing a lot of her own solo stuff. Um, and then Willow Willow also, I feel like, is just sort of like me and Miranda's friendship, just the two of us. And we've known each other since kindergarten. So kind of a long story. But um, yeah, we've been best friends for a long time. That's really I, I don't see. I don't mean to diminish how profound that is by saying that that's very cute, but it is very cute. <laughs> no, it is. It's adorable. Yeah. It's, I feel oh I feel super lucky to have, like, not only just a best friend, but to have the best friend in the world. <laughs> the best best friend, likewise. I gotcha. And yeah. and so, are what are you what? Are you working? I, you have a, I was told you have a call time early in the morning. What are you doing that you have a call yeah. time for? Um, well, I do wardrobe. So I'm working on a show right now and that I have to be there super early in the morning. What's, so can, that's, can you tell us what the show is? Um, I just work with Food Network. So lots of. So a lot of salad dressing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ha! <laughs> 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 Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, yes, sorry, <laughs> that really and, killed the flow. So, and you know what? It's it's funny that you're at Starburn Industries because I've actually, I shot there for, I shot there for like this one little project, and then I also did costumes for their Halloween party a couple years ago. Oh no way! I wait a couple. I was at the Halloween party a couple years ago, the <gasps> one where Colleen Green played. 
I wasn't at the actual party, <laughs> but they had like a haunted house. I just like yeah. did the, the precept. They had a haunted house. Oh, yeah. So I like, I sewed the Grim Reapers costume. I did that whole costume. And then um, uh, Parker Bowling was like a little, uh, like, you know, just like a girl in a dress that was like a spooky girl, basically. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was told. That Whoa. was a wonderful haunted house. Yeah. It's my kind of haunted house. It was more creepy and impressive than actually like terrifying. Yeah, I, I totally. get scared too easily. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. So, but yeah. So anyway. That was sort of a kind of a cute. Uh, I don't use cute that much in, in my language. I don't know why that's coming up right now. But it was a kind of a cute haunted house. Um, yeah. It was cool. And well, yeah. So why? So why? Yeah, I, I was going to say, why aren't you joining us here? But it's because you have an early call because you're a professional person and you have to go dress some food. Do you yeah. dress food or dress people? <laughs> I dress the people, uh, like the the judges and the hosts of the oh, people okay. tasting these these foods. Yes. Uh, I have, you know, I it. I don't want to waste too much time on this. I'm not going to waste any time with this, but I have some clo- I have some fashion-related questions. I, I'm tempted to to ask. i been okay. Well, okay. I'll just I'll just say I'll say this, and we'll get to your question. Yes. So, I, for a long time, for for many years, I worked as a bartender, and a lot of time when you're a bartender, you get they'll give you like t-shirts to wear that have beer that they come from beer companies, and it uh-huh. always seemed like those t-shirts. Like they were just always the best shirts, and they felt they fit the best, and they felt the best. But they have some dumb beer logo on it, so I don't mm. want to wear it any place. But yeah, I'm, I don't know where to dilemma. find those. And I've been looking around all over for just normal shirts that have that kind of fit, like beer promo the, shirts. Is it the fit that you like, or the text like the, it's both. the feeling? It's of like it. it's not that normal hard cotton. It's like a softer mm-hmm. kind of cotton that. You know, it doesn't it, hug the midriff so tightly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we can chat off offline yeah, okay. here, but, but um, a lot of times, the the ones that are softer are like fifty fifty. It's not just all cotton; it's like cotton poly. Those those usually fit. And I mean, feel I, I figure nicer. for actors who want to be on camera, so much of it is about slimming. You know, they, they're all everyone's trying to hide. A gut somewhere. Yeah, it's so, true. You know, everyone is insecure when yeah. it comes down to it. And the camera puts on three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's lots of tricks. So yeah, like t-shirts that are that fit beer t-shirts. In the, yeah, beer t-shirts that don't have beer mm-hmm. on them. Anyway, sorry to all the listeners no. for. Getting for going down that rabbit hole, you're you're tuning in because you want to hear what Jessica's question is for the Pop Oracle. So, Jessica, what you got for us? Okay. Well, hmm. I feel like this is a boring sort of um, like selfish question to ask. You're supposed to. Selfish questions are never boring. I had a question that I wanted to ask, but I don't. I think when I talked to Miranda, she said that. Maybe more of a yes or no question would be better. Like one, I don't know. Not, I don't know. Is that true? Well, let, let's, you know, we can speak and start with one and we can hone it down if it's uh, if it's unwieldy. But start with what uh, what your initial okay. instinct is. Yeah, my, instinct. my initial instinct, my weird question was that I had this dream that 
had this dream that I was walking down the street with a gigantic hat on my head. Like the most gigantic hat you've ever seen. One that looks like the one that Pamela Anderson, like, you know how Pamela Anderson <laughs> went through that phase of like giant hat? I know what you're it talking was, about. It was like that. But So I wanted to know what does that mean? What is, is the okay meaning question? of the big hat from the dream? Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah, that's... Okay. Okay. So what does that mean? Okay, well, Miranda? now to engage the pop oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the wheel of yeah, eight. Big money. Come on, big money. We love you. My heart is racing. Song number five. <laughs> five. What's that? Heaven Yesterday. Ah. Ooh. Yeah, play, Matt. Play. This is how it sounds. I think organ or like vibes or it's like, that's nice what you just had there actually it's kind of like heavenly <laughs> pretty something sweet sinking down so deep watching comedies with elevated feet my baby kitten purring next to me heaven is a pleasant heavy sigh rainbow in the sky after a good long cry planning a fun surprise
so far away from heaven yesterday and that was what was it heaven yesterday mm-hmm. heaven yesterday from Miranda Zeiger the answer to Jessica's question what was the meaning of the big hat from the dream. So, well, I have some ideas, but uh, Miranda, you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) You know what? Okay, yeah, this was again... Oh, yeah, this was like the beginning of that year of A Song A Day. And I think I was just sitting there on my couch thinking about um, what would be... Oh, I think because I really wanted to go to sleep and I was like, oh, there would just be nothing better than just drifting off to sleep right now, but I have to write this song. And then... um, So I just started thinking about how heavenly it would be to sleep with... And then my my then kitten was there and I was like just writing about that and then it turned into, you know, a song about like maybe a lost love or just anything just feeling so far away from from um something that once was so in your in your grasp that you you know that has slipped away from you somehow and yeah that's Hmm. all I remember well what did you think Jessica what do you think about that as the answer to your question I think that's Awesome. I think that totally makes sense. Um, and I'm just wondering, Miranda, mm-hmm. first of all, Miranda, that I love that song Thank and you. it was beautiful yeah. and your performance of it was beautiful. Oh, and Matt, geez, your accompaniment was. <laughs> and he never even heard so that dreamy. song before. Really? Yeah. Um, this was all just wow. like. Wow. Okay. Happened. I love it. Good job, guys. Um, and so, yeah. So, um, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and quick question was: Is that was that Louis the kitten or Rose? The no, kitten? it was Rose. It was Rose. Okay. Um, yeah, I like your interpretation, and I feel like um, it makes sense. Well, when you were playing it, I was like, "Whoa!" There's something very. Um, uh, what's the word just like bittersweet and dreamy and comforting about it well i mean how does that apply to your big hat well Well, i have some ideas okay no 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 no. i want to hear what you have to say (laughs) i'm curious well when she's saying heaven feels so far away but now i feel so far away it made me think of the film Far From Heaven, the Todd Haynes film from 2002 um, with um, Julianne Moore, Julianne Moore. But it was mm. it was his version of a Douglas Sirk film. He was like doing his version of a Douglas Sirk film. Uh, so even that is a play on words of All That Heaven Will Allow, a film with Rock Hudson and Jane Wyman from the 50s. And we even mm. actually had a reference to Rock Hudson in an earlier segment when we were talking, he was talking about, uh, Morgan was talking about the director of the Rock, Rock Hudson Doris Day films. Yeah. And mm. at, at any rate, so, and 
in that era, there was a lot of hat wearing. You know, of, of the women Ooh. were always covering their heads, and um, and so that was one thing. Just like something about. I don't know if you are familiar with Douglas Sirk, but his films—he was one of those—he's one of those filmmakers who made uh, what they called women's pictures at the time, and so he's sort of ghettoized as making these uh, sort of overwrought dramas. Um, oh. But if you watch them now, first of all, he just had this—he had this amazing sense of color and uh, and scope like everything is so intensified in his films they're almost like Nicholas Ray another director who I think who wasn't really appreciated in the when he was making films in the 50s and so there's something maybe about that like that overwrought hyper thing that Douglas Sirk did had a dreamlike quality mm. like I'm curious about mm -hmm. the the energy of the dream was it a dramatic dream was it a peaceful dream um it, I had this like I was walking down the street and I, I and that just started with me walking down the street and then all of a sudden I was like oh wow I have this hat on and then I like put my hands up and the top of the hat was um as high as my hand like as high as my hands could reach. Um, and then I was like, I just kind of was feeling it. And I was like, oh, well, this is a lot bigger than I normally wear. But yeah, like, I can dig it. I was like, <laughs> I was feeling it. So, um, so there, yeah. there are two other things there. There, I one thing I loved in the, I loved the the line about the elevated feet. Mm -hmm. Watching comedies with mm -hmm. elevated feet. Is, That's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> it's a wonderful line, but it also made me think about the hanged man card mm. in the, the tarot. Wow. And then, so, the, and then, and this would be only, only be an association for me. I don't think this would be the meaning in your dream, but if I had a big hat on. Uh, as someone who, uh, who whose family's from Boston, and I spend a lot of time in Boston, if I said I have a big hat on in Boston, it doesn't. It start. I don't know if you're getting <laughs> what I would be saying. No, actually, I'm not. He had a raging like, hat on. Oh, oh, <laughs> with the accent. Okay, okay. So yeah, that is a stretch, but so. I don't know if there was something going on. If you had, if you were, you know, you're feeling your big hat on. Major hat on. And... <laughs> well, that's cool. I, that's that's an aspect of my personality. I'd like to be embodied, <laughs> embodying more, I suppose. So yeah. Well, and maybe just the comp for me in my mind, the combination of the overwrought, uh, dreamlike soap opera feminine quality of the Douglas Sirk films and mm -hmm. then the sort of I don't know how do you like them apples Boston bro thing of the big hat on I don't know <laughs> somewhere in the and then somehow it'd be the hanged man which would be the hanged woman in this case and mm -hmm. hanged not in the sense of hung by the neck but hung by the feet in a way of like there's a in this case it's there's a liberation to it so i don't know that's again these are just my reflections so that you can take them or leave them but this is what it would mean if it was my dream mm -hmm. that's yeah no that's cool and sorry i don't want to keep you guys too long no, but I, the other image that's like popping into my head is when um when kramer the episode i think we just watched this miranda the episode um joseph and the amazing technicolor dream coat oh, episode yeah. of seinfeld <laughs> where he got kramer, the dream, like at the, the end scene he's like 
yeah has the dream coat on and, and then the hat rolls hat. down the street and then he like puts it's, it on yeah. and he's just like strutting like a pimp and he, and he yeah. had a limp and, and had and that cane yeah that was yeah. an amazing scene yeah. um yeah so um and then for me another thing i'll add is that um your hat being so high so tall like because you think of well there's like i know my dad already said this but like the the chakra up top whichever one that is the seventh chakra seven like that's like your most spiritual like your link to the to um you know like divine divine, divine mm-hmm. right and, and the song I is did, like had even... gone to that kundalini class that day with you Mm-hmm. And it was the new moon. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like um, you're putting on your uh, spiritual hat. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, because also in, in so like a yamaka. Well, in Kundalini, also you like they like cover their heads and and um um. Yeah, you cover your head when you. It's a spiritual and a lot of spiritual can. practices. You covering your head is like a big thing. Yeah, yamaka or in so many. Is yeah. it now in Kundalini? Is it like a humility thing, or is it a blocking, like holding the energy in? Yeah, it's the yeah. Energy. You don't want to just keep leaking all your yeah. energy out of the top of your head. Yeah, exactly. They say that that's where most of the heat, when you lose most of the heat in the cold, is through your right. head and through your mm-hmm. hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to so, keep your head covered. Right. So, in the lot, cold or in synagogue, or when you're got the kundalini running. That's right. Yeah. Many reasons. Wow, that was a pretty. You thought that wasn't a good question. Look at how much we got out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, no, it's dumb, but it's not dumb. It's. I cool. mean, if the Thanks, dream guys. lingered with you this long, it obviously means something. Spe- you know, yeah, and it was like a rust-colored hat too. But that can be the next episode. We can talk about the, the color. Rust. Well, if you look at the cover, if you look at the poster from Far From Heaven, uh, Julianne Moore is wearing a rust-covered, colored jacket Ooh. and Whoa. a scarf around her head. She's not. No wearing, way. Yeah. I like this. Cool. Far From Heaven reference. It seems right. Yeah. Well, this has been really fun. Thank you, and cool. I uh, I look forward to talking beer t-shirts with you soon yeah for sure thank you so Um, much jess and thanks for accommodating the schedule change oh of course i really appreciate it i'm like about to go to bed right now so dreams don't um, dream about too many i'll talk to you tomorrow okay i hope to see you soon andras it's been a pleasure Have, have a good night guys thanks for listening to radio 8 ball if you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show!